0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. You've probably seen a set of Amazon lockers in public places like malls or even high-rise apartments. What about inside a park? Some of them end up in the strangest place. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me to talk about the Amazon locker situation is CNET's e-commerce reporter, Laura Hatala. Welcome, Laura. Thanks for having me. So first off, for our listeners who may not know what they are, uh, who may have seen them but wondered what that Amazon logo and these metal lockers are for, can you just describe that that program and why people might want to use one?
1: Right. So Amazon launched its lockers um, service about 10 years ago. And it's essentially for people who don't want to, or can't receive a package at home because maybe they live in an apartment and there's no way to receive it, or they're afraid someone will steal the package off their porch. So it's basically an amenity for Amazon customers where they can instead have it sent to one of these lockers nearby. It has a touchscreen, it's self-service, you you know enter your information and you get to open the locker and get your package. Um, so the idea is just to make that process easier for people who can't really receive deliveries at home so easily.
0: And how long has this program been around? It's
1: been around since about 2011, where it started in three different places and it's been expanded quite a bit in the US and also um, in other countries as well. Great. So. They've been around for a
0: while, but I think they've, they've been in the headlines recently because they started a bit of a debate about where they end up because one ended up on a park walkway in Chicago.
1: There was a new story in August about uh, Amazon lockers in Chicago parks. And one of them had been installed on the walkway. It took up about a third of the walkway and it kind of created a blind corner. There was a fence on the other side. So it was really hard to imagine how, for example, an Amazon delivery person could park a dolly full of boxes, load up the lockers, and that anyone would be able to get past them while they were doing that. Um, So it was really odd placement. Um, That wasn't the only issue that came up, though. There was also just the question of whether this um, amenity for customers of a private company should be there in the park. Um, Amazon is of course paying rent for that space, um, but you know it's a service for um, Amazon customers, not all park goers.
0: Right. And if I'm going there to relax in the park, I don't know if I necessarily want these like big hulking metal lockers in my eye line. It's I'm just curious in your in your reporting, like how did they even come up with that location as a place to put a locker?
1: That is unclear. There's kind of a sense that it was a mistake. (laughs) I mean, Amazon was initially going to move it to a more appropriate location. Once the alder woman serving that ward in Chicago and a bunch of residents complained, um, But they have actually just removed it altogether and put the whole program on pause because this was one of 49 lockers that had already been installed. And there were going to be a total of 102 based on this um, agreement that uh, Amazon had with the Chicago Parks District. So that's on hold and under review right now. And, uh, you know, it was not clear kind of how it ended up there, but given the backlash and just sort of the you know, physical barriers that it created, uh, it, it, it doesn't seem like the right place for the locker.
0: Yeah. And what are some of the other strange or awkward places that you found lockers?
1: Well, I was surprised to find that there are a lot of these lockers outside in general. Um, to me, like getting a uh, getting something that might be valuable from a locker outside seems like not necessarily safe especially if it was dark and if there was no one else around that wouldn't feel super comfortable for me and also you could see like if somebody wanted to steal from the lockers That, you know, if they were unsupervised outside, that could be tempting. Um, I did find an example of that in Fresno, where um, some lockers had been put along the side of a gas station convenience store and then were later vandalized. Um, And so a city council member there was not happy about that. And uh, since then, you know, they've added security and lights The city council member told me it's actually serving as an amenity, but the original thinking was kind of unclear of like, who would want to walk up to the darkened side of a convenience store (laughs) at night to get, you know, potentially something valuable out of a locker.
0: Right. If you ordered an iPhone or some sort of valuable electronic gadget, like, I feel like that would be the last place I would want to go to pick up something like that.
1: Yeah, but surprisingly, there are a lot of these like outside of Seven Elevens and that sort of thing. They're mostly, from what I can tell, inside, um, but they do exist outside as well. Um, and so I think you know what I've been able to tell is, is if there is adequate lighting and security, it seems to be not causing complaints. But in that situation, it, it didn't work out. Um, the locker is still there, but that um, business wasn't able to put Amazon lockers in the next location that they opened.
0: Okay. So yeah, I guess some of the outcry did have an impact. I'm curious if Amazon, from your reporting, you got a sense that Amazon or I guess the clients who rent out the space take safety and security in consideration, or is it really just like, I've got some space and I want to make some extra money?
1: That was hard to find out. Um, Amazon hasn't gotten back to me on whether they're in charge of safety, whether the host organization is in charge of safety, uh, whether it's like a combined effort. Um, The owner of the convenience store um, said at a public meeting that Amazon managed the lockers. So uh, it's unclear if that means, you know, they're totally in charge of security. You would assume that it would be, you know, security cameras belonging to the convenience store that would be protecting it, for example. Um, so it's it's kind of unclear if, and also just in the planning process, like what does that look like? Do they at least talk with the store owners, you know, about the necessity of, of security and that sort of thing.
0: And generally, from your reporting, like, do you get the sense that communities do want them, like communities and buildings, like they consider this a perk or is this more of a, I don't know if this is a annoyance because it takes up space, but like what, what is sort of the general feeling for these, these lockers?
1: I think they're generally seen as an amenity. Um, it, you know, we become to rely on. Uh, e-commerce a lot during the pandemic and um, you know a lot of people live in apartments and and even some of those people are lower income so if you want to be able to serve people with your um, e-commerce and can't deliver to certain people that's going to limit um, the scope of your business and, and maybe in an unfair way um, so in general I think the idea is that this is helpful. Um, I think the question of course is safety and then in both regards to the park, The real question there is whether there should be an amenity for people who are spending money um, in a park, which is supposed to be basically for everyone. It's not supposed to be like for the specific customers of a business. Um, You know, and there's a big movement in um, like city planners and, uh, you know, people who are involved in civic planning to make parks more accessible. So I think the idea of Having something that's an amenity for people spending money for a specific global corporation in this situation um, doesn't kind of jibe with that goal. All right,
0: and you mentioned in, in that situation, Amazon actually suspended the program. When you, when you refer to the program, you're just talking about the one in Chicago, right, in terms of...
1: Right, right yeah, which was going to involve 102 um, locations. I wasn't able to find another... Um, another program in a park there are some with other public agencies like transit organizations like in Jacksonville Florida um you know that's kind of I spoke with the um, a city and regional planning expert who said that it seems like more of a gray area you know there's already a lot of ads and stuff in like train stations um you know that it still is trying to serve this public function and so you know I think it might the philosophy of whether that should include an Amazon locker I think is a little bit um, fuzzier.
0: Right, right. I mean, clearly there's some use, as you said. This is definitely makes the service more accessible to to people who don't necessarily have access to a porch uh, or fear porch pirates. So complicated. But I, I think, yeah, a, a little bit of thought into where these things go would probably go a long way. Laura, thank you for your time. You can check out our full story at cnet.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge. Or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.